We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pre and post net clarity is like when you're so hungry and you're looking at like an ad for pizza. Oh, yeah. This is the yeah. And then <laughs> and then after you're full and you eat the pizza, it's like greasy and disgusting. And you're like, oh, I can't believe I just ate that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's so true. I still fucking love pizza. Welcome to, to the, the Holy, Holy Hour. Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I am Liz Ball. I said that weird, but uh, that was, it was great. <laughs> Just switching it up a little bit. <laughs> Gotta keep it interesting. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at the Holy Hour. Email us here stories or just things you want to like ask us questions about at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com yeah. join our patreon for early access and ad free episodes join our discord to be adorable i edit the videos and put them on youtube i please watch them because <laughs> nobody is and i realized it's because we never fucking talk about it of course they don't oh yeah we never I guess we po- don't we don't post about it anywhere we post if you want we post to full watch videos. us um be, do t- speak um it, they're on youtube they used to not be they used to just be a patreon thing until we joined the network um but we're on youtube yeah you can go back watch old episodes um i did my hair today yeah we're doing things we are we are we have a special background too we do we have a backdrop so if you oh, found us on tiktok we have whole videos of this shit enjoy yeah you can look at my I mean, my red lipstick looks good from far away, but I'm afraid I'm going to be traumatized when I see it later, and I'm going to be like, why it doesn't, do that? It doesn't look bad at all. Um, I can't. I look like I'm playing in my mom's lipstick when I wear lipstick. I think you look so cute today. Thank you. I know you're not wearing lipstick. But. I um, I told Meows that she was my she was my fashion inspo for these uh, space buns. They, you pulled them off perfectly. Thank you so much. Just like. With the length of your hair and the placement Thank and you. the size of them. Thank it's you. It's hard to do space buns, I feel like. Please go go watch this on YouTube and compliment my space buns. I'm very fragile. And follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything, at Amelia Sampson. 
I am Liz Ball So Hard on Instagram and TikTok and Liz T Ball on Twitter. And I'm having a little bit of a crisis, so I'm just not posting on any of them. I changed your, I have a special text tone for you now when you text me because I want to know when it's you that's texting me. Um, what is it? It's the Twitter, the tweet. Because because your Twitter is like my favorite place on the internet, so you have the you have the Twitter you have the tweet bird. Um, uh, several people reached out to me this weekend and they're like, "Are you okay? I saw your tweets." I'm like, "That's nice." That they no, I'm not. But I don't want to talk about it because now I have to make you feel better about me feeling bad. That's so real. Wow, so. that's an anxiety depression combo. Yeah. Well, because when you tell Thing. people you're depressed, they're like, "How can I fix it?" I'm like, "You fucking can't." my brain chemistry we don't need to keep talking about it either because i don't want to talk about it brain chemistry and mercury is in retrograde i know i'll be fine on thursday my brain is in retrograde (laughs) and it has been for a while oh man um i have a punchline to a joke but i don't have a joke okay um i thought it on the way here and i want it's a concept maybe and not a joke but build a brad instead of build a bear yeah go to build a brad workshop how would you build your brad oh okay are you ready wait do we get to like we get do we get to have like personality features with it too or is it just aesthetic since you know it's just a bear um what i mean because do you come up with a personality for your bear i can't remember i only went once you like speak into you when you put the heart in the stuffing you like speak a little something into it and then you put the heart in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's say three person. You could pick three personality traits that you like and three that you don't because Ooh, okay. everyone's got to have something that they don't like. Have you? First of all, have you ever dated someone named Brad? Have I dated someone named Brad? I had a crush on someone named Brad for like a summer. I dated one guy named Brad very briefly. My first kiss was with a guy named Chad. Wait, wait. I'm so sorry. His name was Chaz. Chaz. That's <laughs> which very, is all- it's one letter off. And kind of worse. The Brad somehow. I dated looks like Fabio. Ooh. He since cut his hair, but he looked like Fabio for a minute. Does he have like the Fabio like bone structure too? Yeah, actually. Hell yeah. Good for Brad. I think you met him. Did I? Brad. Wasn't his name fucking like Alex's Brad? Yeah. His name is Brad? Uh-huh. I thought he was like... Is his name Brad? I don't think his name is Brad. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Brad. <laughs> I'm going to look it up because now I'm losing my fucking mind. I, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's Brad. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> the name is just starting to sound weird. Yeah, it's Brad. Brad. Okay, okay, okay. The name Brad is weird. Anyways, build your Brad. I'm going to build my Brad. So what I would do, I'm going to start with aesthetic. Okay. Okay. This should not be a shock to anybody. Um, Lorge, like kind of bear-esque. Just a beefy bean burrito. Yeah. I love a beefy bean burrito bread. Mm -hmm. And then a beard. Uh, A bradrito. A bradrito. If you will. (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay. Bradrito with a can stop it with me a, a beard <laughs> a beard um i'm trying to think of like my my perfect aesthetic um do you have hair color preference i really like brunettes tan tan brunettes yeah we okay. can buy it honestly okay 
tan with tattoos that's my build a brad aesthetic tan tatted beard yep big large mm-hmm. um uh i was gonna ask a follow-up question hair yes i'm thinking like like a solid like two inches of hair on the head okay like enough to kind of like do a little whoosh back you feel me mm-hmm. so that's my brad okay personality wise my three no traits um no trump supporter oh i meant like they have these bad traits oh not what we don't want yeah i have to pick bad traits mm-hmm. okay um, or I, I feel like i feel like it's more fun if it's what they can't be i guess yeah or no, like it's what good. you don't no, you're want right i've never had to think about well no i, I like like what like the things that you have to put up with. Like okay. that's a funny yeah. question. What will you tell ta- what so what, what like weird little flags? They're not red flags. Maybe they're like yellow flags. Um workaholic. Okay. Um <laughs> I've never had to think about this. I try to I'm trying to think about the guys that I've dated and like what I've not liked about them, but it's been like, nah, whatever. It's so you've of- tolerated him being a workaholic. Yep. I've tolerated I, I don't think I'll ever tolerate a workaholic again. Like, I'm fine with, like, if he likes to work hard and do a good job. Mm-hmm. But if there's no balance, I'm like, you're fucking out of here. Bye. You know, you know what I think it is? I think that it's just, like, a rebound effect from, like, how many dudes I've dated that are unemployed. That's so true. Yeah. You've dated guys, like, unemployed guys. And then I dated a workaholic yeah. who fucking sucked i've i've i can't even remember the last person that i dated that (laughs) is like sold and passionate about his job i actually don't i don't know so workaholic um somebody who doesn't do their dishes right away okay they're a sink soaker sink soaker for sure okay and that's fine and i am the same and like that sink is gonna be like real full you know um, and then my third thing, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh shit, I'll have to come back to it. The things that I do want, good sense of humor, mm-hmm. um, passion for what they do, which goes along with the workaholic thing. Oh, I like it. a little bit of a, a double-edged sword here. A little connector. I love someone that's passionate about what they do and somebody that's like worked hard to get to do what they do. Yeah, so then Real they end sexy. up being kind of like a little bit of a workaholic. Yeah, that makes it's, like, sense. it's like kind of a rebound effect. Would you say you're a workaholic? Um, that's an interesting question. I think in some ways I am. You do be working, but you do be enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is like a lot of the shit, I have to remind myself that I get a lot of shit done during the day because it doesn't feel like I do because mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun. Um. And then the third thing is uh, feminist. Love that. I don't know what my last no would be, but I'm sure it'll come to me when I'm like asleep at night. I'm going to like wake up in a cold sweat. <gasps> yeah. You're like, Ugh. oh no, someone that doesn't call his mom. <laughs> Maybe he has like tiny feet. Or like a weird laugh. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I would kind of love a weird laugh. That would be That would be one of those things that like, becomes really endearing yeah yeah but then it's also like you're in like a group of people and it's like oh it's mm-hmm. just how many laughs <laughs> still ball and chain let's talk about some fun shit okay uh we realized we haven't talked about swallowing yeah at least in a really really long time yeah and like not thoroughly 
So let's have a swallowing discussion. And we'll start at the top. Love it. Uh, which is, do you? <laughs> Only on holidays. <laughs> Only on birthdays. <laughs> Only on birthdays and like anniversaries. Yeah. <laughs> you swallow as a gift. Yeah. Swallowing as a treat. <laughs> it's like, if you do it every time, it loses its novelty. But then one time you're just like, I'm going to fucking swallow. And they're like, whoa. And like, that is beautiful to me. I, and it doesn't bother you or anything? I swallowing yeah i fucking hate swallowing i have only swallowed twice and i absolutely oh, hate it i thought you swallow no you deep throat yeah okay see i but can't that's do that not, that's i was getting the two confused i still i still choke i still gag <sighs> but with actual swallowing i the the texture is what i i can't do it i can't do the texture it yeah and it's, uh, like, it's like it's warm and then like the I'm speed like, the no, speed just, at which it shoots into your mouth just it's like i just like you have to like gear up yeah you have to brace for it i just fucking hate it and like they love it and i'm like then you swallow your own cum and see what it feels like and i also want to know how many guys have just tasted their own cum out of curiosity <laughs> because i would give it a go although i say that but i haven't like tasted yourself no i haven't like wiped my vagina and tasted it i've had dudes finger me and then put their fingers in my mouth oh you know what i've done that and that's fine that's fine but like i don't know i'm not paying attention when that by the time we're doing that i am in the zone i'm not thinking it's hot to me yeah i my post-nut clarity is different when I'm having sex than what it is when I'm masturbating. That's that's fair. But also my orgasms are different when I'm... I'm also... Please remind me to tell my parents not to listen to this episode. <laughs> like, already from the jump. Oh, dear God. But um, my the orgasm feels different, and then the post-nut clarity feels different from sex and masturbating. That's true. And I wonder why that is. After my post-nut clarity after sex, I'm in such a good fucking mood. Oh, I... We talked about this not on the podcast. The last time I had sex oh. was oh. absolutely mind-blowing. Yes. I started crying afterwards. What? Because I was just like so... Stimulated? I was so happy and like also overwhelmed. Damn. <laughs> that I just started crying. That's some good sex. Yeah. <laughs> sex so good I started crying. But it's because... I I had this realization that sex for me is becoming different. Like, it's not something that I just do because I'm horny and want to have sex. Like, I I don't know. I just feel so fulfilled in my relationship that having sex is just like something else, something fun we get to do together, and not really like we have sex because we like are horny mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah so now we get like a little more interesting with it and add different elements and then like now it's more of a whole experience rather than just like a couple having sex i i i'm doing my best to explain what i mean and i'm doing a terrible job no, i think it makes sense i think that that's what's really tough for uh, for couples to adjust to when they've been dating for a while and, mm-hmm. and like their reasons for having sex evolve it makes it feel like their sex life is like dead yeah and sometimes maybe it is but other times it's like no it's just like what sex means changes as you you're with someone yeah for a while. well it's because i mean this is true like couples um have start to have sex less the more comfortable they get with each other because they don't need that other 
that like external um like I, I, the word i'm thinking of is check mark that's not the right mm-hmm, word mm-hmm. but you know what i mean they yeah. don't need that ex- that additional validation to know that someone is attracted to them and cares about them yeah. they don't need to have sex to get that validation because you're already in such like a committed relationship where you just understand each other that like having sex doesn't have as much of a priority anymore mm-hmm. and like that's kind of where i feel like i'm at like i don't I, I don't know like if i'm horny yeah. i'll just masturbate but if i want to like play and like do something fun with my partner then that's different yeah it's not the same kind of desire I'd be interested to to know how it would feel from the perspective of somebody that who like where sex is like the most important part of a relationship because I'm sure that there's like a handful of people where that's the case mm-hmm. and then if they're dating someone where that's not the case and then it like inevitably shifts how that must feel for the person who puts a lot of importance on like having a lot of sex often I don't I don't well, know I, the, I, like I I I'm trying to think of what that kind of person would be like because I just I'm I can't picture it in a way where it's healthy in that they want to either have sex a lot because they like the physical sensation because then you're just basically using people for sex Mm -hmm. Um, or if you want to have sex a lot because you need validation Mm -hmm. if you need validation then what do you already like what are you lacking in yourself yeah. that you need sex as validation yeah so i'm just having a hard time imagining the type of person where sex is the most important thing and it's not something that is self-sabotaging there was a couple on did you watch um the ultimatum on Netflix? <laughs> no don't watch it it's toxic. i've seen enough tweets that i understand that oh, it's, it's dumb so upsetting but it sounds a- fun it sounds like a fun watch oh for sure but like like but it also sounds toxic. enraging um but there's a couple on there that had sex like every single day three times a day and like they were both seemingly like very into that dynamic they had been together for like two years and they just like had like in like incredible amount of sex and i'm just like what happens when one of them is just like this is becoming a lot of sex because that's that's a relationship dynamic at that point yeah that's like a piece of their relationship so like and then if you had less sex one of you would think something is wrong and then you're like maybe something is wrong i don't know well you can you can spoil it what happens with the couple do they break up god i'm trying to think what happened to that couple i think that they they did break up they did break up and then that couple and that the girl in the relationship ended up with another guy from a different couple. Yeah. What a fucking nightmare. I know. It's honestly, that show gave me so, it triggered me yeah. <laughs> so goddamn much. I was like, what the fuck? Vanessa Lachey and Nick Lachey are some evil fucking masterminds. <laughs> they really, really are. What the fuck was that? Wait, let's circle back to uh, cum shots. S- swallowing, cum shots, facials. So, you swallow as a treat. Mm-hmm. I the only times I've swallowed one, uh, one was like an accident, and the other time was just like I didn't really, I wasn't in a a situation where I could easily spit it out. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I guess I'll just do this because that's the only thing I can do right now. Oh my god, it's like thick and viscous at the uh, same time. Oh. Uh, there, that is like a different and i don't want to say like 
oh god even i'm just thinking the word it's gonna be upsetting like chunky <gasps> like what not like it's not chunky but like like st- like stringy you oh, know yeah yeah uh, it's uh, honestly the word I, I, and to be fair, I also cannot take jello shots. Like the texture oh. of jello, like I love jello shots, but it is very hard for me to, to swallow a jello shot uh-huh. because uh-huh. of the texture. Uh-huh. It, and like also with, um, with poke, I, I can't eat poke just by itself. I, it needs to be wrapped in a lot of stuff. Like it yeah. needs to be in a big spoonful. Otherwise I'm like, Ugh. are you an oyster girl? uh no i don't like oysters is it a texture thing or is mm-hmm. it taste mm-hmm. but i like clams and mussels oh so it's very but oysters are i can't do them i had one and i was like no thank you god i fucking love oysters but yeah no you see i just like there's come like there's something about it and it's the same thing with like um cream pies for me there's like like i really like feeling like at so <laughs> Not like in everyday life, not outside of the bedroom, but like I like feeling like I'm at someone's disposal sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. I like that feeling of like being dominated and there's something about swallowing. I was and- going to say, that's just like some submissive business. Yeah, it, it just You're feels- just a cum slut. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Cum slut. Cum slut. No, it's uh, there's something about it that is that really turns me on. But like, Mm -hmm. it just I can't. I agree with that sentiment, though. Mm -hmm. Like, like it is hot and like exciting. You're like, yes, they came. But then when you have it comes down to like, I wish I liked swallowing. Me too. I fucking hate it. Me too. How how do you feel about facials, though? I love facials. Oh, really? How do you feel about facials? I don't like them. Why? Um, It feels like. To me, it feel I know disingenuous isn't a word, but it feels disingenuous. Like it's too porny for me, and um, I also just don't want cum on my face. Like, <laughs> yeah, That's I I wear contacts. I just don't want to deal with that. I a lot of people feel that way about about facials. It's like I only I only had a facial once, and I was wearing my glasses like a fucking. <laughs> Oh science God. experiment like windshield wipers. <laughs> preparing yeah <laughs> i probably did not look attractive either because i was probably just like oh <laughs> like scrunching my face up like mm, is it but over the, every dude i've met <laughs> loves it because it's it really is it's like a holiday or birthday kind of thing i know? just i don't know it feels like also it feels a little demeaning so, th- okay so that's what i've heard a lot from dudes that i've hooked up with like music man would always he loved giving me facials but then he would always apologize like his post nut clarity was him like apologizing profusely and like running and getting like a paper towel just like i told you that you could do that but it's and he would say it's like it just feels so demeaning but it's so sexy like in the moment but then afterward it's like what like that that is an awful thing to do and since then every dude that i've been like come on my face they're like what what <laughs> like they're so like caught off guard by it will you say come on my fotch next time come on come on my fotch, <laughs> fotch. i love saying fotch it's instant wood kill um but yeah all of them are like what really because it, it's yeah because no like, one shit. i'm sure it's pretty rare should i consider it demeaning no if you don't feel that way but then i'm the, clearly you don't the only person to. that doesn't feel I'm, I'm clearly the only person because every dude that i bring it up to is like oh i've never done that before 
Like you haven't? I think it's, there are so many things that you have to consider, Amelia. Like for me, it's not convenient because I usually have makeup on and contacts. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And then if you have eyelash extensions, you can't get in your eyelash extensions. And it's I just, would. And I would. You were different. You're special. <laughs> I Like uh, some people just don't want to deal with the mess. Yeah. And if the mess isn't a concern to you, then that's fine. Yeah. See, I'm not like a middle of the day sex kind of person. Like everyone, mm-hmm. like at least for the past few years, everyone that I've had sex with, it's been like uh, I go over there late at night and then I leave. So I'm like, if I do have my yeah, face I on, prefer- it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, because you're just going to go home and wash your face. Yeah. Or like wash your makeup off. Yeah. And like. Oh, that's fair. I just, they just fucking love it. And like, it's one of those things where I'm like, there is a lot of shit that I will not do. So I might as well just like let them do that one thing. <laughs> oh, speaking of <laughs> things true. that I will not do. We'll get back to the cum conversation. This is just like a quick little anecdote. Um, the poet was over on Saturday, Sunday. Anyway, Sunday. And um, we were having sex and he was hitting it from behind and ac- <laughs> he accidentally like put it in my like my butthole. Not like far, but I have never felt such pain. It hurts, right? It hurts so fucking bad. I like yelped. Yeah. And he was like, what? And I was like, you just put your dick in my ass. <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, oh, it's fine. I just kind of like, I just like need a second. When that happened to me, I uh, like almost threw up. Yes, it hurts. It, it hurts so, so badly. Bad. You need to train your asshole, first of all. Mm-hmm. And you need to like, you, you, you need to warm it up. You can't just shove it in. No. So if you haven't had anal and you're like, Someone's pressuring you. Don't do it. That needs a little bit of prep. I still have not husband. had anal. I, the most has just been. You, did you say I'm saving it for my husband? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll that'll just be his. That'll be when you guys are like bored and it's a last resort. That's yeah. how I feel about it too. It's a one way street for me. Yeah, and it's same. barely that because of my IBS. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's an under construction road. One way under constant construction. <laughs> yeah. Just a drill. <laughs> That's how it feels for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, luckily, Mr. Liz also, he's like, I just have zero interest in that. Yeah. I'll, I'll like basically all the dudes I've dated. Yeah. Yeah. Just no interest. Butt plug. Fine. Max. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm maxing out. Uh, and it's because I think they're cute. Yeah. You get to be- you can bedazzle your butthole. How fun is that? I can't think of anything more fun. They can see a little treat. When they hit it from behind. I love that. You can make like a little disco ball in your room. Uh-huh. I love that. Mm-hmm. So sparkly. But you do have to be careful to avoid a Titanic situation where like oh I had. Oh my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about it until just now. What a moment where for you. Where it's just going in and then suddenly. <laughs> just gets swallowed up. You feel so much pain in your butt. Oh my God. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. So to speak. <laughs> anyway come um yes big fan of facials you said uh you said you do like cream pies i hate calling it that i know me too but what else also feels that also feels just like a porny like description but yeah it is kind of a breeding kink yeah i like it in like the concept of it but then like the actual doing of it like make i i will always think i'm pregnant 100 percent of the time oh see i don't feel like that like i like it i like the concept of it um the aftermath is like oh my god it's like falling uh, out of you <laughs> yes for so long i know you, it doesn't matter if you go to the bathroom and 
you do your little Kegel exercises to get try it out. Sque- <laughs> squeeze out. That's so fucking true. I think it's just a universal experience at this point. If you have a vagina and you've had cum in your vagina, you just go, you know, waddle to the bathroom and just you have to try like, literally get rid run. of it. Yeah, you're like, uh huh, <laughs> just trying to push it out, and then uh, like two hours later, it's still falling just out of for you. Hours, you're it's just so like long. You'll be walking and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. oh shit mm-hmm. and that's something porn does not tell you no <laughs> porn is not the realistic in that it, it gives you no tools to deal with anything after right but conceptually very hot it's fun i'm also very aware of like the environment of my vagina like i've said on past episodes like i can't masturbate in the middle of the day because then like i have to shower because like oh yeah i get like swamp fashion <laughs> So like the cream, the cream pieing. I also hate that phrase, but the, that that like is like exponentially worse. I'm just stuck with it for hours. And same with lube. I hate the feeling of lube and like water based, no oil based lubes. You could take two showers and it's still up there. I think water based lube is supposed to be better for you. Mm-hmm, I is. might be making that up though. I'm pretty sure it is, and you can get it out quicker and easier. Hmm. But if you know, uh, let us know. doesn't bother me too much. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, just the cum. But I haven't had to deal with that in a long time, obviously, because I'm not on birth control, so. You see, I am, and I'm still consistently afraid. <laughs> I could not if have you sex. Got, if you got pregnant on an IUD, it would be treacherous. So I don't blame you. But just know that they're very effective for a yeah. reason. They really are. But then you hear about people being like, oh, you know, I was in the 0.02%. Now I have a child. I'm like, that's the shit that would happen to me. I'm walking Murphy's Law. Wait, oh. this also ties into another conversation. Who should get the towel? He, the person who comes should get the towel. Mm-hmm. 100%. And, and, and good cum rag etiquette, wipe it off yourself. Okay, wait, I was, that was going to be my follow-up question. Who gets the towel yep. and who wipes it up? The person who made the mess cleans the mess. <laughs> so so if, if he, a guy came on your stomach or whatever, yeah. he gets the towel yeah. and you want him to wipe it up. 100%. I feel like every time I've had a man wipe up come from me, they do just like the worst fucking job. <laughs> they just like smear it around you. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Don't you have experience cleaning up your own cum? I know you know how to do this. That's so true. They're just like turning it into like body paint. Like, (laughs) are you going to draw a happy face or something? Like, this is... That's so fucking funny. I'm also having a flashback to when I had a fresh spray tan and someone that I was dating at the time. I can't... I literally can't remember who because this was so long ago. So it was one of my exes. But uh, when they... (laughs) came on me when i wiped it up it left a splotch from my spray that's amazing <laughs> that is amazing so just so you know if you got a spray tan pro tip then don't let uh, someone come on yeah, you yeah don't don't make a mess let's <laughs> say i just like there's it, there's something very de- <laughs> demeaning about like somebody coming on your back and then like cleaning it up and when it like ends up in your butt crack a little bit you feel like a baby they're like <laughs> 
cleaning wiping your ass yeah and i'm always like oh oh no they're like well it was uh, there was there's stuff there (laughs) i just want them to do like a general as long as they do a generally good job cleaning up the first half because you're gonna have to go in there with like a wet paper towel or something after yeah yeah. as long as they do a good job with the first part instead of just fucking Mm -hmm. wax on wax offing that shit all over your stomach like that's so real or your back like just yeah squints was like the mvp like a a scoop yeah do a little squints would get a a like washcloth get it a little bit damp and then and that was the best way to do it yeah but then he would always pick like a clean towel like i would have like dirty towels that he could use like in my hamper and so he would like he would like use my and i'm like to be wanna... fair that's not something i would consider like you want you want to get a clean towel a clean towel for your girl Ugh, i'm just always like bro i don't now i have to fucking now i have to wash so many because we would have sex pretty often, and then I would have no towels. It's usually underwear that I run out of first, but when I was dating squints, it was towels. <laughs> I have to do towels all the time. <laughs> I'm also well. Now I'm thinking about I. I'm thinking about like couples saying a story, telling a story about like having like a cum rag or a cum blanket or something. Haven't you heard stories like that? No. Oh, but, like one, like a designated towel. Yeah, but then they don't wash it. Ew. So then it's like crunchy. Ew. Yeah, I. This is just like I know I've heard this story, but or read it or something. But people do that; they just have an unwashed, designated that's disgusting. like cum towel or blanket. They see little girls. Yeah, people are disgusting. Damn, so many of their kids just Honestly, existing on that towel. I mean, all you have to do is just kind of like peek into people's windows sometimes, and you'll be surprised by how many people are absolutely repulsive. My neighbor downstairs. Okay, I. Like, he lives on the very bottom floor. I've only seen him a couple times. He scares the shit out of me. Maybe he's a nice guy. But he, like, is on the way to, like, throwing out the trash. So I'll walk by his window. And Mr. Liz was like, I was like, his his decor is so fucking weird. But, like, he has his curtains down all the time. And then he has things in the window, like, facing outward. Like, to you if you were walking yeah, by. Yeah, right. And I was like, I feel like he just bought that shit and put it in the window. For so the people, th- Yeah, so people think, like, maybe his apartment's not fucking gross. But I think it's gross inside. Because I've walked by and I've seen, like, literally spiders the size of my <gasps> palm. What the fuck? Living in the corner of the window for months. Ew. Yeah, one time there was, like, a really big one and then, like, a slightly smaller one, but it was still massive in the window, in the corner. And, like... Inside? Yes. Ew, ew, I have, ew. I have videos and pictures because I was just like, damn, this shit is insane and so gross. And there's no way he wouldn't see that and know. You just let it live there. And then who knows where it is now. Anyways, I, I was explaining that to Mr. Liz. I was like, I think he has this sh- weird shit, like just that he found at goodwill or in the garbage that is like a clock or like a weird sign and some candlesticks i think he has it in there so people don't think he is living in a disgusting way and then uh he looked at me like i was insane and he was like you think this man has a performative window display and i was like 
yes <laughs> i really do yeah i mean it's not far-fetched well and then he has a cat this is the sad part he has a cat and he had like opened his window and let the cat out and like the cat like the times i've i'm surprised the cat even lives in there i've only seen it a couple times in the window and then um it hissed at me through the window and then when it came out the cat like came up to me and like I pet its head in a, like a really gentle way and it seemed like it had never been pet like that before oh, but he was covered in sores and scabs you and sent me a picture of that was cat. gross no this is a different cat oh and then uh I mean I told my complex I was like I'm gonna file a police report but just so you know I'd like you to get involved damn when Anyways, was this uh last week holy shit but anyways, the cat was not in good condition. So I was just like, okay, anyone not taking – if your cat is gross, like – Yeah. And I think – and it also hissed at me because I think it was just in pain when I, like, got near its butt. Mm. I was like, oh. Yeah. That's so sad. I know. There's this – um, Just think if your – cats clean themselves. Right. And it's so easy to take care of cats that I also think if your cat is, like – not doing well covered in sores and like patches of fur missing like i mean the spiders are your probably place the cat. is probably disgusting um there was this this lawyer on tiktok who she's like um like chronicling what it's like to be somebody who like cl- like has their shit together on the surface but like lives in chaos because she has d- depression and anxiety have you seen her mm-hmm. i love this i was like do you target audience reach yeah <laughs> i mean same it's like there's so much i always talk about how my environment is like a direct reflection of what's happening inside my head and like seeing somebody that like ha- is like a a lawyer yeah high like, functioning depression and high anxiety. functioning depression has like you know like looks very like clean and put together but then you go into her space and it's like not that it's like that is so common and i think that not enough people like really talk about that mm-hmm. how like i don't know it's I, I feel like i can always whenever i'm like watching anyone's instagram story that i know and i can like see their background a little bit i feel like you learn so much about someone just like, based what's on like, going what's on going on there? behind them We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I was having a conversation uh, at a dinner like a couple of weeks ago, and it was like one of those long tables, sort of like multiple conversations going on. And like one of the groups of people that were talking, were talking about premature ejaculation and 
it was like a group of PhDs. So they were talking about like, is it adaptive? Hold on. I'm going to be a part of this conversation now. And so I looked it up and there's like a very small group of people that think that it is. And I'm going to read it to you and get your thoughts on it Uh because there's no like knowing if this is true or false, but I could only find one source. So is premature ejaculation adaptive? Um, (laughs) It said, this is a neat example of evolutionary adaptation. Males who ejaculate very quickly increase their chances of conceiving offspring. So genes that contribute to this kind of swift shooting will increase in the population. Sooner rather than later, most males will possess this ability if it has a genetic component. So it's like, as time goes on, if more and more people that come quickly get more and more people pregnant, if that's something that can be adaptive and, like, inherited, then, like, eventually there will be a lot of people that have premature ejaculation. That's the theory. Which I think is really interesting. Also, like, halfway through you explaining this, I I was like, Oh, she's talking about coming early, not pre-cum. Yeah. So I up until towards the end, I thought you were talking about pre-cum. And I was like, that is interesting. <laughs> I think pre-cum is adaptive because it clears. clears I don't know. Pipes. Maybe it is. <laughs> uh, maybe it's always existed. Whatever. So then, I, yeah. But yeah, coming like before you're like ready to. It's like, well, you got the job done quickly. And now more people are getting pregnant from people that have premature ejaculation. I wonder if that would be, if it would be adaptive as a result from, like, shame and sex being so intertwined. Like, it's, um, it's like a reproductive act versus a pleasurable act. Because, obviously, anything you enjoy is sin. (laughs) So. Damn, so true. Food. Isn't, like, gluttony. gluttony gluttony is one of the th- one of the sins yeah fuck that there's one other thing i had on my list that i wanted to talk to you about okay sex magic okay i have no idea what that is i'm excited uh so I, I had seen a sh- I, I had watched a show um like in october it's called like brand new cherry flavor mm. But anyways, in one of the scenes, they're like, okay, we have to perform some sex magic. And I, it's just one of those things that you're like, huh, okay, voodoo fuckery. Like, I, I, this is just moving the plot along. Yeah. And then um, last night, I can't even remember why I was like, I'm curious about sex magic. So, the, I had some train of thought that was like. But you're baloney. So. Yeah. Yeah. That I was like, sex magic, is it real? Like, so I just looked up sex magic to see what it resulted. And um, basically, it's a lot of people use sex, sex magic, I'm doing air quotes, if you're watching us on video, um, as like a manifestation tool, like your orgasms. So you come to the idea of like, whatever thing you want to manifest like getting promoted or getting a raise or something holy shit so you have to try and stay focused while you masturbate well because you could have sex with another person but i didn't get that far in terms of reading um but like a common practice is just like making yourself come and like thinking of like the thing that you want while you orgasm 
to try and manifest it i can't think of a more powerful way to manifest anything honestly it sounds fun like <laughs> except i like you just like mess you just jerk off and think about the things that you want a <laughs> uh, new pair of shoes i just like i don't <laughs> i don't know if i would be able to to do that like because i have to i have to really focus well and like as i was thinking about it more too today i was like just thinking about sex magic and talking to you about it and i was like this concept is kind of like those fucking crazy guys who on reddit who think like if you don't masturbate you'll get superpowers oh my god like, this is the this is the other end of yeah. that which is just like white bitches with crystals like masturbating to manifesting <laughs> The masturbation to manifestation pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, that. I don't know. And it's just, I think it's just like so interesting and funny and like who knows if it's true or not. But it's just like I love that people have all of these crazy ideas about sex and orgasms like, it, it that are just harmless. like you can't masturbate and you'll be like that fucking movie where he eats the pill and his brain just oh, d- does everything yeah what's that Uns- um what's that fucking called unstoppable Wolf of wall street <laughs> meets <laughs> unstoppable or whatever the fuck so there's like that group of jabronis who think that oh like masturbation is cancer for your brain and then there's like these other people who think that like orgasming is the most powerful manifestation tool you can have like people are crazy and i love that it's just incredible. i just i fucking love that for us i feel like i could probably come to the thought of like money <laughs> like that makes me horny it's just hard like when you're masturbating it's hard to not already be thinking about something like sexual yeah right right like because that's it's the function of it yeah yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I feel like this is my homework now for the week. Yeah. Um, speaking of masturbation, I wanted to ask you about how, um, if you've ever experienced mutual masturbation. Um, only from only because we were far away. Okay, so it was like a virtual thing. Yeah. Oh, like sexting. Oh yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But like in the same room. No. Uh, maybe I was like foreplay ish, but not really. Okay. This came Actually, up. No, yeah. I was on my period. So I was just doing my own thing with my vibrator. And then he was like jacking off next to you? Yeah. And then it turned into a blowjob. But... Oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. See, it's it makes sense for it to be from like a foreplay standpoint. I have... I had in my mind for some reason in college that it would be like the sexiest thing ever to like mutually masturbate. Really? I don't know why. I think it was because... Like, I had watched porn of some, like, of a dude jacking off, like, just, like, a solo scene. And I was like, oh, there's something, like, there's something really hot about, like, masturbating to someone masturbating. So I was like, what if you were in the same room with them doing it? And so, like, my ex was, like, down. He was like, That could be, like, okay. a, I feel like someone somewhere is, like, it's not technically cheating. <laughs> <laughs> probably honestly and it's it was it was very strange it was like and still to this day i'm like i feel like it could have been kind of hot but it's just it just wasn't like in practice it just was not well because at that point you're like well why aren't we just like doing this for each other 
or like why aren't we having sex yeah, now right or something or like doing something together it was um i would not recommend but you know if you want to try it do but it's very strange because it's like once the novelty wears off it's kind of like well but neither of you want to stop it because it's like what if the other person's enjoying it <laughs> like we're just like masturbating next to each other i'm just trying to think in what circumstance would i be like would this be fun or like yeah i think it would be fun if it was a circumstance where like if you were doing some kind of um uh i'm trying to think of what the right word is but if it was like something kinky related of like Mm. um you can't touch me you have to watch me masturbate like something like that Mm -hmm. that's more fun Mm -hmm. like um yeah like some kind of like sexual orgasm denial yes so if there's like a goal like that then that sounds more fun totally of like then you're doing something versus just like okay and now we're just both gonna come next to each other yeah we're just gonna watch each other (laughs) masturbate yeah it's just really like strange and like at least from my experience it was strange speaking of like um you're gonna have to watch me masturbate and not touch me um when we work was here i haven't talked about we work um i don't really know how to because for multiple reasons but he is we we did hook up (laughs) you worked we did we worked uh, multiple times a day and um we were trying to figure out like how to like have a little bit of fun with it one night and i was looking up sex games online and i found one that i we never did it but like i thought it was such a fun idea so i wanted to share with the class oh okay it might sound dumb when i say it out loud but it it sounded cool when i read it so hear me out so like both y'all are naked one of you is on the bed and one of you standing like in the doorway and then the person who's standing in the doorway asks the person on the bed like trivia questions about themselves and every answer that they get right the person that's standing takes one step closer so it's like there's like incentive to like answer the question correctly and there's like all of this like tension building while you're like because you're just standing there naked like trying to get it so that y'all are going to be like as close together as quick as possible i think i would like that more if it was like strip trivia because because if they're already naked then this is just like homework at this point (laughs) i would be like i guess that's true fuck this i don't know it's kind of like the i I would get bored i'd be like which and also if someone forgot like important things about me i would be so dry like (laughs) i just it's like when's my birthday yeah i what's my middle name (laughs) i would be mad and be like okay i don't even want to fuck you anymore (laughs) i just realized you suck like it would be fun for like trivial things that's why i think it would be fun if it if like they're not naked yet and you're not naked yet it's like there's something that's like very sexy to me about like the like immediate like potential of something happening and there being something that's stopping you my ex and i used to do this thing where we would like when we first started dating where we would see how long we could go without kissing and like whoever would like kiss the the other person first would lose and there was like no like you wouldn't lose anything there was no winner but it was like the tension of like pulling away and stuff was like would really turn me on you're also reminding me of like what a fucking little tease i used to be it was my whole like my whole shtick (laughs) like before ever having sex with someone I like I'm I'm gonna tell you guys my secrets. Hell yeah, my hookup secrets. Love this. Um, just my little seductive moves that I s- have forgotten. <laughs> 
sense. But I like to, okay, if he's sitting down, I'll straddle him. And I like to, like, kiss them everywhere. Like, especially, like, neck. Some some money spots are, like, the top of the ears. Yeah, because that never gets any action. So lightly, like, kissing and biting the top of their ears. Love that. Behind, behind the ear. Behind is a big spot. Um, but if you want the money spots, top of the ears. Okay, I'll have to remember um, that. And then kissing them everywhere but their mouth. And then when they try to kiss me, like pulling away. <laughs> Fuck yes. And then... I love that. Um, like if I went in and kissed them, if they tried to pull me in, I would like push them back. I just would do like dommy mommy kind of stuff, even though I'm a bottom. But I love that. I think it's also why I attracted a lot of bottoms for a while because I just like that's I was just playing. And then I couldn't do any of my fun stuff. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. So I think that's just why I would attract bottoms because I came off as a top at first. But there is something so fun about being in control of a situation. Yeah, like it's just and that's like, what I like. Yeah. I like want them to get so like turned on that they like just have to throw me. Totally, and I mean like that's a big thing about being a bottom too, though. Is like you're mm-hmm. the the sub is the one in control. I'm saying this not to you because you know this, but like be- being like the being a bottom is actually the position of power. Yeah, so it's interesting. You're the one saying yes, right? It's interesting to attract so many bottoms by being so dommy. Yeah, you know, like that's just but. Maybe that's my issue. Maybe I'm attracting so many bottoms because I'm like a little bit too dominant. <laughs> Maybe. I, it might be the case. I don't know. But I'm also realizing. I like, wonder what the formula is. Well, and so also another thing that kind of. Liz. Oh, my God. This is coming out on our, our two year birthday. Oh, shit. Wait, when is our two year birthday? June 1st. <gasps> oh, so I guess it's coming out June 2nd. So next week, we're going to have to have a birthday sewed. Oh, my God. It's our birthday. How did we forget? I'm so sorry, podcast. Sorry, my hands are really clammy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. We did it. Two we years. We did it. We have a toddler. <laughs> We're in our terrible twos, you guys. Terribly hot. <laughs> um, we'll do something fun next week. Yeah. Also, next week's also Party. my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm excited for that. I am not. So I'm happy that you are. I got to get better at celebrating my birthday. Um. Should we do a sex fact of the week? Sure. Do you have one? No. I'll find we one. can look one up. Okay. Let <laughs> me look one up. Oh, someone did. I do have a corrections corner from someone. Oh. Um, where did Ooh, she? Oh, I like corrections corner. Uh, I got that from my favorite murder. Oh. <laughs> um, the, the one who was, I read like the sex fact last week from her oh, yeah. about not sunning your balls or your butthole. She's a correction. She's not an ER nurse. She said, I work as a scribe in the ED and am a medical student. So future girl boss doctor. Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I found a sex fact. Another animal sex fact. Animal sex fact of the week. Which I guess every sex fact of the week is kind of an animal sex fact of the week because we're animals. Animals do be having sex. Animals do be having sex and we do be animals. Let's, Let's do... Um, we can do like a plant sex fact of the week next week. Hell yeah. <laughs> Animal sex fact of the week. Bing, 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 bing. Barnacles have enormous penises. 
You might imagine that an animal that spends its entire life tethered to one spot has a relatively sedate sex life. In fact, though, barnacles, one shouldn't say male barnacles since these animals are hermaphrodites, are equipped with the largest penises relative to their size of any creatures on Earth as much as eight times longer than their bodies. Oh, shit. Essentially, frisky barnacles unfurl their organs and attempt to fertilize every other barnacle in their immediate vicinity at the same time, presumably being probed barnacles and prodded themselves. be fucking. Barnacle orgy. Borgy. <laughs> that was from ThoughtCo. Animal sex fact of the week. Eek. I guess I... You know what? I'm going to sound fucking stupid, and it is what it is. I guess I just didn't realize that barnacles were an animal. I thought they were like a plant, an ocean plant. Damn, actually, you know what? Same. I, well, I, and I haven't really thought that much about barnacles, if I'm being honest. You know, I thought I've it was like, they're like barnacles. I thought they were like um, ocean mushrooms, you know? This is what their penises look like down here. I'm still confused about what I'm looking at. So look up barnacle penises if you want to, but probably from a private browser. This has been a sex fact of the week with Amelia Sampson. I do have to, that I am alone in this one. <laughs> You're like, I'm not, I won't be a part of this one. You- You're the one who is the most interested in animal sex facts. <laughs> I just think they're hilarious. <laughs> I just I realize I never think about them. Well, I'm like, oh, I'm... I have to say me neither. Uh, the only one I was really strange. confused about was the kangaroo one. I was like, I have so many questions about pouches and vaginas. Yeah, I mean, like, and like porcupines piss on each other before sex. I did not know that. That's fucking hilarious to me. Pee pee fetish. Pee pee fetish. The go- little golden Porcupines shower boys and pee pee fetishes. <laughs> it's the name of our Shit's rock crazy. band. crazy. <laughs> All right. Um, should we wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. Well, thanks for we listening. We love you, our, our children. children.